Welcome friends to Bound Sisters, a monthly book club with Kelly, Jill, and Miranda. We are three sisters with busy lives, setting aside time to connect through books and fun conversations. Thanks for joining us and we hope you have fun too. How do we want to start? Well, last month we were supposed to read Lessons from Chemistry, right? That's what it was called. I picked it. I Emphasis know. on to. supposed to. <laughs> supposed this is to. our welcome to We Didn't Finish the Book podcast. <laughs> lessons, lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. But we all three had crazy busy months a month. And so we didn't um, read it. So I read today, some of it. I read some of it. I got oh through the first eight chapters. I'm on. I'm halfway through like chapter 12 or something. In my defense, yeah. I have three jobs. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> and children. I don't work. <laughs> <laughs> But I do have two children. I told Christopher that we all didn't finish the book, and he was like, you guys hate it that much? I was like, we don't hate it. (laughs) We're just all busy. (laughs) I just started chapter 13. Like, it's not a bad book. It's pretty interesting to listen to. I just got to a really sad part in it, though. I hope it looks up from here. (laughs) I was listening to it... um... While I was preparing lunch one day and I had to turn it off because I was like, oh, this. I mean, oh, like the on scenes. speaker? Yeah, it was, yeah, I just had it playing in the kitchen and I was like, well, turn that off. I, I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to be so graphic. <laughs> it's pretty graphic. Was that when it was like, and that's why she carries a pencil around her in her hair? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, we're going to do a getting to know us episode instead of a discussion episode. We, we did In case we did anybody cares. In case anybody hey, cares about who these three crazy... 39 followers, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so 39 people might care. <laughs> whole classroom. Okay, so Miranda has pulled some, instead of us just sitting around talking about ourselves randomly, Miranda's got some questions from the internet, and we're going to randomly choose a question, and then we're all going to give our answers. No, that's fine. Okay, these questions are broken up into, like, sections, so we'll just do, like, a couple from each section. Perfect. So this this first section is called... Uh, asking about favorites and we're gonna do question eight so what's your favorite bookstore 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 yep i've never been to like a little kindle unlimited (laughs) (laughs) the only time i've ever had an option between bookstores is when we have barnes and noble and like borders books but like in south anchorage 
Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've seen Borders books, but honestly, I've never been in. No, they're not open still, are they? No, I don't think so. I think it's probably a dentist office now because yeah, Anchorage <laughs> has like 20,000 dentist's office. Yeah, so Borders closed. I didn't like that one. I could never find anything in there. So I've always gone to Barnes & Noble. But I've never been to like a little tiny... I don't like, because uh, if you go to like smaller bookstores, they're generally like secondhand bookstores and then they, and then they store them so that you can only see the binding. And I have a really hard time looking at an entire shelf of books that are just the binding Yeah, and like have yeah. to sit there and like read each, cause I pick books by their covers. <laughs> and they don't usually have like enough copies to, to yeah, like we flat have, like, display them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have one like secondhand bookstore in town here, and I hate going in there because she has books like just piled up on the floor, and yeah. I'm like, I can't search for anything in here. Like, I think it's fun to go to those bookstores, but I would I don't ever find anything in them. So, right, like you'd have to spend I feel like a day or something at the bookstore to really be able to explore enough. Yeah. I like Barnes and Noble mostly because I'm usually traveling with my children and they have like the toy section. So it's not like I'm just there to look at books. Like the kids can also look at toys and they have that whole children's section. that's like one entrance, like it's (laughs) pretty barricaded so that the kids have to stay. But generally I think I mostly get my books on Kindle just because it's easy. Convenience factor is huge. Makes sense. Baby agrees. He likes my answer. We have a special guest. (laughs) He doesn't have words, but he likes to use his voice. (laughs) Next question. I'm going to veto that on my own. (laughs) (laughs) Just just re-like number the number. Describe your favorite book in five emojis or less. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Is that the one you're vetoing? Yeah. Because that's kind of hard to do. I might be able to do mine if I showed it to you. If you showed the eggplant, or the eggplant, oh my gosh. The- <laughs> <laughs> we all know what Kelly's favorite book is. swan well yes i understand that i just didn't realize it was a book also (laughs) it's about this like swan and for whatever reason i don't remember why but he like doesn't have like a normal swan voice and he ends up learning how to play a trumpet (laughs) (laughs) so it's like the opposite of an ugly duckling (laughs) it's like I can't even think of emojis. There's so many emojis. How do you even choose? I can't do it. 
Also, I don't think you guys would get it anyways, because you've probably never heard of the book. So I don't even think they have emojis to describe. Like, I don't see. I mean, I could like send you a Scottish flag. Does that count? Uh, <laughs> and an eggplant. And an eggplant. <laughs> and a donut. <laughs> oh, oh, and a clock. Maybe I can figure to turn it out. Turn back time. Turn Turn back time. (laughs) (laughs) There's my emojis and you guys aren't going to know what it is. And that's okay. You don't have to know what it is. The chapel of love. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's a chapel, a man and a woman in love and the world. I don't Go know what is it. Right now, my favorite book is Corinne by Rebecca Morrow, which is about this girl who gets cast out of the Mormon fund- fundamentalist religion, but she's still in love with this dude who's in the church, and they have to like figure out how to be together. <laughs> they gotta like figure it out. Is that a true story? <laughs> Not that I know of. I know the author of the book is a that's their pen name. But I'm on my sixth lith- list list. I'm on my sixth listen of the book in the past like four months wait like you've listened to the book six times yeah what the same one yeah weird why that's why she didn't read our book because i like it (laughs) i mean i guess i'm not in any place to judge i watched the entire supernatural series (laughs) like three (laughs) times there was like 2,000 seasons of it. <laughs> My favorite book is Outlander. I think it's no yeah, secret. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but like, really though, the first book. I might just be just like biased in the first book. I feel like the second book was really hard for me to get through. It's very emotional. Um, and I think the first time I read it, I was emotionally vulnerable in the first place. And so I'm like <laughs> traumatized from reading that book. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The other books were kind of hard for me. I just kind of like trudged through them. But the first one I've read several times. So that's probably my favorite book ever. What about you, Jill? Beside the trumpet or swan? Harry Potter? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I do like, I do really like Harry Potter. But what about a favorite series? Like a grown up book, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Not a book that's set I don't know, made like... for fifth graders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I just read the books and then I move on. That is a sad <laughs> life. <laughs> I just read the book and then I leave it. <laughs> I'm like, well, poor book. Nice. And then I just put it down. Have you know. ever read a book where you were like sucked in and you were like living that life for the entirety of the book no and then you put the book down and you were like my whole world is crushed and i don't know what to do with the rest of my life never not even one time man we gotta find you i think even like (laughs) even like reading harry potter like i wasn't you know like some people are like so devastated when like dobby dies and 
And she's like, okay. Still a sociopath. <laughs> she's dead inside. I mean, I really like the book. And I like, like, I'll sit down and I'll, like, read the book and, like, enjoy it while I'm reading it. But then once I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> Could never be me. Gosh. I'm still, I'm still like on a uh, court of thorn and roses TikToks, and I still like look at fan art and <laughs> talk about theories with my friends. <laughs> Obsessed. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, I like genres. Obviously, like for a while, like in my early twenties, the all like those dystopian stories were like really popular, and. Nate really liked those, so we were reading them together usually. I don't know. I really like the. Was it the Crown? They're making it into a movie. I heard the Crown. I've never heard of that. I don't think. Oh, the Selection. That's what it's called. The Selection. I really like that series. Is that it's the like, one with um, the girl in the like dress in the ball in like the bubble? Yeah, she's in. Yeah. No, no, I she's not in a bubble. Oh, that, no, that's, ba- that's match. About, yeah, that's match. Um, no, it's about, like, it's another dystopian book, and there's the prince, and he, it's kind of like The Bachelor, and all <laughs> these girls, like, apply to become, like, the queen, and there's this, like, whole competition, and this girl... It seems like This seems like a trend with you. The Bachelor, bachelor? you read about The Bachelor, you watch The Bachelor, (laughs) talk about The Bachelor, now mom's watching The Bachelor. Um, (laughs) Mom is? Didn't this know you said that mom's watching The Bachelor? No, 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 she was watching Love is Blind. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Still weird. (laughs) (laughs) She was all worked up about it. Anyways. (laughs) No, um, so this, this one girl, she like, she's like from a poor family. Um, and she already has this guy that she's interested in and they want to get married eventually. And, um, her family like convinces her to like apply to be queen. And she's like, whatever, I'll just do it because I'm never going to win. And then like, of course she's the one that like the prince is like kind of in love with. So it's a and, twist of events. Yeah, so Cinderella. Uh, Cinderella meets The Bachelor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. They're making it a movie soon, I heard. Oh, yeah. Does she have as red the, hair? As, maybe. Does the girl on the cover have red hair? Because I know they were making the redhead from Stranger Things in a book movie. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe it was that one. Yeah, this is the cover. She is in a, like a blue, like a sky blue. Did you ever read Cinder? Uh, I started it. I never finished it. Oh, it has the same vibes. <laughs> Anyways, What's the next question? We did that question. Um, what's your favorite retelling? Retelling. Mm-hmm. Like a. You mean like a re- like a retelling of Cinderella or something? Yeah. Your dog's barking sounds fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sound bar <laughs> for my life. To keep, to keep the squirrels away. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I don't know that I've ever read a retelling of anything. I think mine would either be Cinder, which is a retelling, is like a sci-fi telling of Cinderella, or um, what is it called? It's a retelling of the Twelve Dancing Princesses. I what is that story? <laughs> it's story about twelve. <laughs> oh, it's called um, that- House of Salt and Sorrows. Is that like is that like the twelve days of Christmas where you get like nine ladies dancing, <laughs> eight maids milking? Uh, twelve dancing princesses. <laughs> I don't know. It just says that there were twelve princesses, and they were dancing when they went. To- when they went to bed in their twelve bed in their twelve beds, their doors were shut and locked. That There's a Barbie version. Terrible. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's a Barbie movie. Yeah. It's a it's a German fairy tale by the Grimm brothers or whatever they're called. Princess Genevieve, that's Barbie's character, and her eleven <laughs> sisters discover a secret entrance to a magical world where they can dance. Even though they are forbidden by their strict cousin, Duchess Rowena. <laughs> Wait, so they're not allowed to dance like in their world? But they like sneak. Okay, the wait, okay. Wait, wait. The, the actual story is 12 princesses sleep in 12 beds in the same room. Every night their doors are securely locked by their father, but in the morning their dancing shoes are found to be worn through as if they had been dancing all night. The king, perplexed, asks his daughters to explain, but they refuse. The king then promises his kingdom and each daughter to any man who can discover the princess's midnight secret within three days and three nights. But those who fail within the set time uh, limit will be sentenced to death. Wow, that's intense. So... But uh, like, House of Salt and Sorrow is like, there's like a mystery and like one of the sisters dies and then like all their shoes are being used up and they can't figure out why. Like one of the sisters' feet are always dirty every night. And oh, it's a good story though. <laughs> I don't think I've ever really read a retelling. At least, at least not that I would have recognized. Well, you guys should uh, expand your reading. <laughs> I'm pretty narrow. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to a different section called, uh, that's called asking about reading preferences. We might be able to talk about this more. So, <laughs> uh, do you like Insta Love? <laughs> Have you ever read a book that's Insta Love? Oh, no. I like, don't like love it. Love at first sight type stuff. Usually, if I mean, I isn't that kind love, of what? Go ahead. Was it November nine? Kind of into love. Kind of, yeah. But I just don't care about the characters unless I've like grown with them. <laughs> right. Well, and like usually, I feel like you're not invested in the relationship if it's insta love. Like it doesn't. And usually, if the book has insta love, it's like there's something totally tragic in the middle of the book and dramatic that like test their love or whatever <laughs> otherwise it's just kind of like flat like a deflated balloon see that's that's exactly what number nine was a deflated balloon no <laughs> Wait, <what>? no they, <laughs> they were instantly in love and then oh. she found out that he burnt down the house 
and then they were in love again. I heard number nine, and I was like, the emojis? Maybe I did say <laughs> number nine, but I meant November nine. Yeah, no. I would say no on the insta-love. I'd say I'd prefer to like watch them grow together. But also, I feel like if it takes too long for them to That's fall in love, too. I like lose interest. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, if they try to like do all of like the tension or whatever through the whole book, it's kind of like... Okay, it's kind of like, I wasn't annoyed by this, but it's kind of like Pride and Prejudice, where, like, the whole movie is Elizabeth Bennet and Mr. Darcy falling in love, but not falling in love. <laughs> and then they're, like, not together until the end. It's kind of like that. Except for that wasn't annoying for some reason. I love Pride any- and Prejudice. <laughs> I know, me too. But anytime anybody else, like, tries to do it, I'm like, this is so dumb. It's so dumb. (laughs) I read one book called, um, it's called The Cruel Prince or something like that. And everybody online loves it. And it was an okay story. But like 90% of the book is them actively trying to kill each other. (laughs) And then at the end, they're like, oh, wait, we love each other. And I was like, "Ah! (laughs) what? (laughs) You're like, no. (laughs) Okay, next question, please. Uh, do you guys like one point of view or multiple point of views when you're reading a book? I think it depends on the story. Either way. Although I do, there are like sometimes if it's like multiple point of views, like sometimes I just don't like the characters. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'm like, I don't want to read this from your point of view. I think if there's too many point of views, that's a little overwhelming like I read one book that had six different point of views and that was a lot like the story just took forever yeah yeah I don't like it when authors uh will like have you in one place like you're like with this group of people and then Mm -hmm. they like take you to some other like far off different place to tell this story and somehow they're connected which is great Mm -hmm. but I'm like I'm like more interested in this right here so sometimes like if the chapter switches to this over here and i know eventually this over here is going to catch up to this over here i just Mm -hmm. skip the chapter and i go back to what (laughs) i actually want to be reading i've done that before (laughs) like in um the wedding dress circle i don't did they do that in that yeah i yeah or like you know like there's like the protagonist right here and then the antagonist is over here and they have to tell this story to get to this story but I'm like not interested in the antagonists. And so I just like skip that chapter. I'm like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't care if they want to like blow these people up. Who cares? I want to listen to their story. <laughs> We're going to get to the blowing up later. I read this one book that was like a thousand pages, but the entire story is set within like two months because they're jumping between all these different point of views. And there's like three or four different wars going on. And they're telling you all about every single war, like every other page or every chapter. It was skipping between these four different wars that were all happening within like two months. So while like you're reading about in one chapter, you're reading about one war and that happened at the beginning of the month. The next chapter, you're reading about another war and that happened at the end of the month. But you're reading about all of it at the same time. And it was so confusing. I didn't understand that until I was like halfway through the book. And yeah. I was like, this is, yeah, I, I was like, it's I, the eighth book in a series. I have to finish it. <laughs> I do not like those kinds of books. Uh, well, I mean, I guess 
stories aren't always bad. It's just hard to follow. And I just, I don't know. I almost feel like sometimes it's just a way to fill pages, like to make the book longer. I don't know that authors do that, but. 10 page essay. <laughs> <laughs> they met, they had some troubles, they kissed, then they stopped kissing, and then <laughs> they. <laughs> Next question. Do you like to read more than one book at a time? No. I read more than one book at a time all the time. And my husband thinks I'm a nut. He's like, how do you even keep them straight? I think I'm currently listening. I'm currently reading five books and listening to two. Yeah. So like, (laughs) I think I'm reading four, four, five, no, five books. Five books are in my like currently being read. Like it's not like I sit down and read them every single day. It's just like I start reading it and then I'm like, oh, I want to read this book over here too. And I start reading that too. Are they like like, actual stories or are they like self-help books? So like three, three of them are self-help books. Two of them are stories. And then the, and then the um, book club book. So I guess that's six. Because I don't consider like, I don't consider like self-help or like, um, I don't know. I have one that I'm reading that like coincides with my scripture study. So I don't consider that like, oh, I, this is a book I'm reading this month. Like, oh, well, I just like read one I'm... story book at a time. Four of my books are like just stories. And one of them is a biography is when you write it about yourself, right? No, yeah. no, autobiography. autobiography. Oh, well, then one is an autobiography. I feel like an autobiography I would consider, but. I think I have like sections of books. That, like, I'm reading a book in this section, and then I'm reading a book in this section. Um, I have, like, a parenting book, and I'll have, like, a uh, like a marriage book, and I'll have, like, just different sections. And that's how I keep them separate in my brain, I guess. I don't know. Or I just add them to my Google tabs in my brain. <laughs> the internet tabs you have open. I have different genres for when I get bored with one, and then I also have different books for different locations that I'm in. So I have, like, like a book house. that's next. Yeah, like I have a book next to my bed. I have a book in my reading chair. I have a book that I listen when I clean. I have a book that I read while I'm at work. I have a book that I listen to in the car. (laughs) Jill's like, I'm a one book lady. (laughs) Yeah, I just listen to the same book all the time, no matter where I am, until it's done. What a life to live. I don't know if this is really a book (laughs) question. (laughs) <laughs> but um are you an early bird or a night owl i guess do you read would you rather read your books in the morning or at night i'm like a oh. pigeon <laughs> i'm a midday pigeon <laughs> yeah yeah i i can't read them at night if i'm even like a little bit tired it doesn't matter how much i like the book i will fall asleep i don't know i have stayed up till like four in the morning once reading a book not I'm like a psycho, though. Remember, unheard of. I don't get attached to books like that. Not psycho, sociopath. Oh, okay. <laughs> Different. Only Different. when it comes to books, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you just you're just too emotionally attached in other areas of your life. You can't emotionally attach to a book. To all the junk in my house. <laughs> you're emotionally <laughs> my, attached to the junk. To all my all your dolphins. All my '90s dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just realized this one is broken. Oh, and I have an amputee dolphin. Amputee dolphin. She just wants to be inclusive. <laughs> so many of my dolphins have broken over the years. My big you ones are gone. Pack them away, maybe. Pack them up nice and I think you should is get it? more. 
<laughs> but yes, I agree. I should get more of them. <laughs> and I probably will when I'm in Florida. We went to the pet store um, today and my husband kept trying to convince me. So like my plan, we just moved into a new house and my plan in my bedroom is to put like a library wall uh, across from my bed. And um, so I'm like trying to figure out the project details of that. And my husband's like looking at these giant fish tanks and he's like, hey, listen, we should do a fish tank in our bedroom. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, a fish tank. We could get a shark and put it in the fish tank in our bedroom. <laughs> Just like, bedroom he's like come on we'll just do a shark i'm like you can put a shark in your office no in our bedroom it has to be in the bedroom like, it would be thing. so calming and relaxing to have a shark across the room from you. at the foot of my bed <laughs> who needs books when you can have sharks you should just get a water bed and put the shark in your bed Oh, what it's like clear ones that you've seen in the movies? Like yeah. clear water beds where you have like that always gets popped at some point. Water beds. Whoever thunk it? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm not having a shark in our bedroom. Sorry, that's a hard pass. And then he Do tried to sharks just with like a lizard. Um, I I don't know. Like they tiny have, like little ones. I think they have like little ones. You're not gonna be putting a great a great a great white <laughs> a great, a great Any white sort of shark. Large shark. No, he wants a he wants a bull shark for sure in our room. A bull shark. Just, just get a hammerhead. Oh, that's smaller. We'll do that. How about just a whale shark? <laughs> it's less threatening. It is, it's less. I don't have to worry about it eating me, so there's that. It might just accidentally swallow you. You're like sleeping. <laughs> Pinocchio over here. I mean, name it Destiny. <laughs> so, anyways, that's my shark story. Since Jill's, Jill's gonna start collecting dolphins and have a room of dolphins. Okay, we'll move on to our last section, which is just general questions about books. What are your favorite book tropes? What's a book? Trope? Mine's enemy. Mine's enemy to lovers. That's my favorite. I will read anything that's like, first they were enemies and then they fell in love. I don't know. Like, what are my options? I don't really. Hold on. Book trope list. Is book talk like specifically for like romance novels? No, but everybody on book talk <laughs> likes to romance novels. <laughs> That's like my, like, I've been trying to, like, find, not that I'm against romance novels, but, like, other types of books on book talk. I think book talk, and I'm just like, book talk is just dominated by Sarah J. Moss fans, and all of her books are fairy romance books. But yeah, like, because anytime, like, the tropes are, like, sub-genres is, like, another way to saying it. So, like, insta-love, enemies to lovers... I don't know what else. Best friend. I don't know. But they're all like 
like sub genres of like romance novels is all I've ever seen. Well, there's like specific romance novel tropes. I don't know if there's like oh here's some like random ones that aren't romance specific. There's damsel in distress, the chosen one, the girl next door, the femme fatale, the mad scientist, the trusty sidekick, the dumb muscle. So basically, it's like characteristics of the like the main characters. Yeah. Protagonist. Right. Antihero, wise old man. A trope it's basically is basically like a genre, right? Like a It's a it's like it's a stereotype for different types of characters. Like like if you read a story and you're like, "Oh, that person's like Katniss because she is a girl who gets thrown into a tough situation and has to like fight her way out of it." Type of a thing. Right. I just, I can't find any lists that aren't like romance tropes. Yeah, me neither. Okay, this is a list of YA tropes, which I I feel like you read a lot of YA, so. I do. Uh, good versus evil, which is like a general one. The chosen one, the outsider, uh, first love, adults as adversaries, dystopian societies, love triangles, reluctant royalty. Joe likes dystopian society. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. I read a lot of the chosen one type stuff. I am a smutty romance lover. <laughs> is, that, is that a book trope? Smutty romance? I mean, that's just... I think that's a genre. That's romance. <laughs> <laughs> I think that... I like royalty books, too. I don't know that I would say necessarily, like, reluctant royalty but books about princes and princesses i really like the um netflix series rain i know it's not a book but it's a cw show isn't it i don't know i watched it on netflix what like the I mary queen of scots one? i think it's w's i yeah. think it's cw i watched that for a little bit but i couldn't get past it like it being weirdly modernized they that was only like the first season or two well, I couldn't get past that. <laughs> I watched it until it like got all witchy and weird. And I was like, I don't understand where this came from. I don't understand where this witchiness came from. Just like smacked you in the face and came out of nowhere. So I the then I, I couldn't stay with it after that. Megan said that it stopped being witchy after a minute. Like it wasn't witchy for long. As the beginning said. was weird though, how they had like modern songs and they're trying to make them sound like really... Bulky. Their dresses looked like they went to JCPenney's and, and bought some prom dresses. Yeah, their dresses were different. But they got better. The The costumes got much better as the series went on. That's good. <laughs> yeah. In the, okay. uh, in the beginning, it was weird. Sorry, this isn't a Netflix. <laughs> okay, Although, do you... What? I, there is a girl on TikTok and she's doing a TV club, in case nobody's heard of that. <laughs> she, like, she like picks a series, and I think they're watching Suits right now. I'm just saying, if anybody wanted to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody wanted to stop following us and start following her. <laughs> you can follow more than one person at a time. Who needs to read? <laughs> Do you DNF books or always read until the end? No, 100%. I'll, I'll just not finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever not finished one book. And I it was the, it was Heartless by Marissa. 
I don't know her last name. But it was about the Queen of Hearts, and she's, like, in love with this Joker. But the Joker is actually from, like, a different dimension. And I got halfway through it, and I was like, this is boring. And I never finished it. Yeah, I would say probably, like, a couple of the books that we, specifically the Night Circus, if <laughs> if not finishing felt like an option to me, I for sure would not have finished the Night Circus. Jill didn't finish the Night Circus. I never finished it. That's okay. You don't uh, need to. No, I, I don't have a lot of extra time in my life to read books. So if I don't like it, I just don't finish it. <laughs> it's like it's like eating food that doesn't taste good. Like it's not worth the calories to eat the whole thing. It's true. Or if it stops tasting good. I'm always like, but what if it gets better? <laughs> what if there's one part that makes it all worth it? And <laughs> so I make so I read the end. Right, if I'm still pulling myself through the book and I'm like a third of the way. Uh, <laughs> See, like, this is why I like Kindle books is because, like, I can send myself a sample of it and then I can read until the sample is done. And then I can be like, you know what? I didn't actually like reading that. So I'm not going to buy the book. <laughs> And it's like, there's no pressure because I would actually have to go out of my way to purchase the book in order to finish reading. So it's like a, it's like a no commitment forced stop if I don't like it. So, because I probably would continue reading the book, even though I hated it. I'm like that with shows too. Like I will sit there and watch shows like, my husband isn't allowed to start a movie with me. When we were dating, he would start these movies. We watched this really stupid movie about the end of the world one time. And it was ridiculously stupid. And I watched the entire thing. And he fell asleep <laughs> halfway through. And he's the one who wanted to watch it. And I was so mad. And I was like, I got stuck watching this stupid movie. <laughs> so mad. Anyways, I think so. I just don't, I don't hate books. Like I know what I like to read. So I'll, I just know what to pick up. Generally, I either really love a book uh, or I'm like, it was good, but I've never like, <laughs> there was that, it was just that one book that I was like, I absolutely hate this. <laughs> like, I think sometimes like I'll pick because I read romance novels and sometimes mm-hmm. I'll pick up a book and it sounds like interesting, the story And then all of a sudden, like, it's so weird. And it's so, like, outside of my comfort zone that I'm like, I don't, I can't finish this. I can't do it. I can't do this. (laughs) So. There was another book that I thought about not finishing called Love on the Brain. And that was because the characters were really annoying. But then by the time I was debating on putting it away, it got really weird. But it was, it, I was like, I got to finish this now. <laughs> I just got to power through. <laughs> <laughs> I remember but. one time I read, um, I feel like we do that with books sometimes where we just like, we kind of skim over in our brains the parts that we don't want to be reading because now we just have to finish the book. And um, I remember it was specifically the... Oh my gosh, what's it called? Oh, the wall banger. What? <laughs> it's a book called The Wall Jill Space. It's a book called The Wall Banger. Okay. And it was a hilarious book. Like I was dying of laughter this whole book. It was so funny. 
Um, anyways, I'll tell you really quick. It's this girl. She gets this job with. Um, she gets this job at like a. I think she's an interior designer or something like that. And um, her boss has this spare apartment, magically. And so her boss lets her move into this apartment. And um, her first night in her apartment, her neighbor has like a date home with him. And she starts hearing them having sex, right? Oh, I think you told us about this. So their headboards are like kissing the walls, right? And so like they're on one side having the night of their life. And she's on the other side, just like with her cat. And she has like this whole conversation with her cat. And she's like, her cat is freaking out. And she's listening to this escapade next door. And like, this goes on for several nights with like different women. And so she calls him the wall banger. That's like her nickname for him. And um, anyways, so it's a really like, it's a hilarious book, but apparently it has a lot of F words in it. And I didn't realize because when I read it, I just like, I skim over the parts that I don't, I don't know. Like I can compartmentalize that language in my, in my head. And so I recommended it to my friend um, and she was like, I was like, no, I was like, it's really funny. I was like, there is some sex, but it's like super funny. And she's like, Kelly, this is like, <laughs> She's like, that's the language. And I'm like, what? She's like, showed me this part. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't even know. But anyways, so that's my life in a nutshell. I just (laughs) just don't listen to what I don't want to hear. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have selective hearing and reading problems, apparently. So I really like fantasy novels, though. I don't I don't generally read novels that like are very realistic. The Wallbanger is very realistic, but <laughs> it's like set in modern times is what I mean. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I've been but... reading a lot of contemporary romance lately, which is out of my general reading. But I normally read fantasy or like sci-fi. Yeah, like I, I like, like magic. reading. I like magic. I like, I don't know. I even like pirates and time travel and like something that I would go to the movies and watch. Like those are the kind of books that I like to read. Don't really like reading stuff that I could imagine happening in my daily life. I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, I need to escape. What's the last book you finished not for our book club? Probably a romance novel. Hold on. I'll tell you. I didn't read before our book club. <laughs> you don't read anything? I literally list, I have like no extra time. All of the books on here are from our book club. I finished The Final oh, Empire. Oh, I lied. I read this book. The Wife Upstairs. I got this because I was screenshotting the book of the month books because I wanted suggestions. And this this was in the book of the oh, month. Oh, I think box. I remember you talking about that. Did you actually read it? Yeah, I read this whole book. Good job. Good job. Was good. Jill. I read this one probably like a year before we started the book club. <laughs> Ooh, this one is a good clean romance. I don't know if you can see it. Hold on. It's called 
fast forward, it's super cute. It's like this girl who she's young and then she fast forwards to when she's like 50 for I don't remember how she does it. And it's like there's um it's like a like a oh my gosh, what's that movie? Back to the future sort of situation where she like sees how her life ends up so that she can now fix her present. I don't know. It's super cute. Um, the last book I finished was this book called uh, Hooked, I think, is what I read. This Hooked book. It's oh, like I want to read that. Did you think it was good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like it's not a retelling, but it's like um, basically this guy's Captain Hook. Basically, <laughs> basically he's Captain Hook. Um, <laughs> but he like runs a bar and. Um, he finds this girl who uh, they fall in love. Anyways, um, he's like a he's a pirate. He's a modern day pirate, but his friends call him Hook, not because he has a hook for a hand, but because he likes the, <laughs> that's his like weapon of choice or something. I saw this joke. <laughs> that's a weird weapon. I saw this joke about Captain Hook, and he like shows up to this scene. And Peter Pan is like, ah, oh, Captain Hook. And he's like, Hook? What? what? Because of my my hand? <laughs> he's like, he's like there's, there's so many other ways you could describe me. Like, <laughs> he's like, why, why don't you call me Captain Brown Hair? Or like, <laughs> he's like, why are you making fun of my hook? <laughs> he's like I have a name it's James (laughs) what's his real name like what's Captain Hook's real name I know it's James James well I know that but they wouldn't call him Captain James they would call him by his last name hold on somebody's knocking at my door Hook is born Killian Jones Killian Jones. But yeah, that's that's the one book that I've read. It was like about so the wife upstairs was about this like lady and she was like she's just like a dog walker in this like rich neighborhood and she ends up falling in love with this one guy and marrying him and like there's this huge mystery of like his wife and like how she had died and stuff. And he has this like lake house and I think it was, like, assumed that she died on the lake or something, but they never found her body. And everybody, like, assumes that he killed his wife and things. And it turns out she's just in a secret room being stashed upstairs. Weird. Plot twist. It was really Not weird. dead. It was really weird. Well, now we can't read that book for book club because Jill just sold the end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's literally in the title, so. <laughs> but it could have been somebody else. I don't know. Somebody else's wife upstairs. Mm. Who knows? It's a good book, though, even though I told you the ending. I think there was things, like, alluding to it. Like, for most of the book, I thought she was going to be in, like, the lake house upstairs. Like, hidden in the lake house. But she was just, like, hidden in his regular house. Wait, why did he hide her, though? It's just- What's the motive behind hiding your wife? See, I don't remember. I read the book and, and then, then I moved, moved on. on. 
and I don't remember all the details, but it was good. I would recommend it. The Life Observes by somebody. Somebody wrote it. Somebody wrote it. You have it right there next to you. <laughs> no, I put it back. Oh. <laughs> the other book that I got from um, screenshotting the book of the month ads is called Atomic Love, but I have only read like a chapter of it. But it's some. It's about like some lady who um, she worked on atomic bombs in like World War whatever, one of them. <laughs> and she ends up falling in love with this other scientist guy. I don't know. I only read one chapter of it so far. That's what I, that's where I get my book suggestions from. I just like screenshot their ads and then <laughs> I go like look up the book. Who needs to pay for a subscription when they put all their books in the ad? I hate on TikTok or on Instagram when somebody's like recommending a book, but they do that thing where they just like show the spine of the book for three minutes and then they show you the title for like two seconds and then they're like done. And I have to like pause the video and then like screenshot it so that I can go <laughs> look up the book. Wait, but couldn't you look up the book from seeing the spine? No, or no, they'll like show you the, they'll show you like the pages, not the oh. spine. Oh, I was like, but wait, Miranda, the, no. <laughs> the title is on the spine. <laughs> they show you like the pages. Like when they do like that sound. Yeah. The sound of like, what's this person reading? And then they're like, this one. And then it's over. And it's done. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys set a reading goal for the year? I do not. My goal was 12 books and I failed. <laughs> <laughs> it's only March and we failed. <laughs> yeah, do you set a goal, Miranda? Yes. My goal is 50. I am currently at 11. Yeah, it's like at the new year, there's those people who are like, I read 153. I yeah, read, I and I'm like, I just, I just hope I could read 12. <laughs> I like this one lady. She was like, I read 1,000, blah, blah, blah. And then she like starts holding up picture books. <laughs> like, I read this one 10 times. <laughs> I read this one. This one is a favorite. It's almost every day. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do two more questions from just uh, questions about like our general lives. Um, what's your favorite form of self-care? <laughs> That's hard because I feel like everybody defines it differently. Like, like for me, I feel like self-care is forcing myself to do things that I don't want to do. And so like that, if, if nothing is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, because I think taking a shower is not self-care. That's just like basic hygiene, right? But for some reason, like, don't even get me started. Okay. See, we're going to get me started. <laughs> So like for moms, like people, so I'm a stay at home mom and granted both of my kids are in school, but that doesn't mean that I have like just all the time in the world to like, you know, sit around and eat bonbons and go to the nail salon. You know what I mean? Like I honestly, I, I don't shower every day because I just don't have time every day to shower. And so showering to me is just basic hygiene. That is not self-care. That is something that every human has a right to 
is a shower. Like, or like <laughs> going to the grocery store, going somewhere by myself is not self-care. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not. That's like, <laughs> again, it's like so basic So what do you needs. do for self-care? Well, so like, that's what I'm saying is that the things that I do for self-care are things that I don't necessarily want to do, but like, I know that are good for me, like exercise. Like, I don't want to exercise. I have a thousand other things that I would rather be doing than exercise, but I exercise because I know it's good for my body and I know it keeps me from being a crazy person. And I know like all of these things or like, um, making healthy meals like it's so much it would be so much easier just like go to the drive-thru which I'm not hating on the drive-thru because I do go to the drive-thru at least (laughs) twice a week with my kids especially when my husband's not home but because 100% see because 100% I will not make meals for myself when my husband is home I won't do it because I feel like (laughs) it's such a waste of time for me to make like a meal and then two-thirds of the people who are home won't eat it like so I only really ever cook like real healthy food when my husband is home because like my kids won't eat it and how defeating is that to like make this meal and your kids are like meh I'd rather have noodles with parmesan I'm like (laughs) noodles with parmesan I just made you salmon with lemon and broccoli and rice. Like, (laughs) I like noodles. So that's like my form of self-care is doing things that I know are good for myself. Even though like it's, it would be easier not to do those things. So I hate (laughs) (laughs) self-care. I think for me, it's really easy for me to get like caught up and sucked into my jobs because even when I'm not at work I can I'm still like sitting there thinking about like okay I need to do this and this is how I would build this and this is uh, how I would go about like doing this scene on a stage and like and so I'm like 24 7 working and so it's just I guess making myself not think about work and doing like like reading or doing art that doesn't have to be done for work or <laughs> like pursuing your time. passions. Well, even just like taking the time to go for a walk because I haven't seen the sun in three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I see the sun all the time. I just can't enjoy it because it's freaking cold outside still. <laughs> I went for a walk today. We went out to eat and got ice cream. That sounds like such Which a was terrible nice. life. Because <laughs> I spent I spent seven and a half hours in a shop listening to children scream while I tried to build the set. <laughs> that sounds terrible. That sounds terrible. <laughs> what about Jill? I like to sleep. Ooh, I like sleeping too. I just like to go to sleep all the time. And I like going to the park. Like like the playground or like a park? Yeah. Like if things are just like too crazy and hectic and like the weather's nice, obviously I don't go to the park in January. But in the summertime when it just gets too crazy, I just like going to the park and letting everybody run. 
See, my problem is my kids want me to run with them. And I'm like, no, like I brought you here to like be away from me. <laughs> and they're like, mom, come play. And I'm like, but I brought you here to be away from me. <laughs> I love my children. I really do. Don't, don't think I don't. I love my children too. <laughs> Your invisible children. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Um, what is the next vacation you want to go on? I want to do two weeks in Europe, London, Paris, Rome. <laughs> I already, so we have Florida coming up. And then after that, my husband and I talked about going to Jamaica or is it Jamaica to like a sandals resort. Kids free trip. Yeah. She's hoping, she's hoping one of her sisters will come and stay at her house. Um, with her children if she I don't know when that will be do we have a fourth sister (laughs) (laughs) the baby's like hey come stay with me I'll take you I don't know know if I have like a next vacation that I'm looking forward to like I have a bunch of dream vacations like I would love to go to Europe so I guess what's how, your next dream vacation? If you were to start planning a trip right now, where would you go? Like anywhere? Uh, somewhere warm. I thought y'all were talking about Hawaii. Literally anywhere warm. Yeah, I wouldn't say that that's like my dream though. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd honestly rather go... Um, Iceland. To Iceland would be so much warmer than Alaska right now. I've been to Iceland. I don't know. Like, I'd love to go to Europe, but also, like, not this time of year. I want to go to Europe when it's spring, like, or summer, (laughs) not um, winter. But I love going to Disney World. That's probably my most favorite vacation I've ever been on. We've been twice. But I know that my kids really want to go to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my daughter in bed with me here is like, yay. <laughs> so literally, I feel like I am an empty shell of the person who I used to be. <laughs> I have no hopes or aspirations. I'm living day to day. That's my life. <laughs> I just want to be warm, guys. I just want to be warm. It's warmer here than it is there. You can come visit me. We've got pink blossoms right now. Ooh, you have popcorn. So your allergies can. When we lived in New Jersey, I loved March because March was when the dogwood trees would bloom. And it was like just these white blossoms all over the trees. It was so pretty. And then like the community that we lived in, you would just drive up the road and the the road was lined with these trees. And so the whole row was like just these white blossomed trees. It was so pretty. But right now I'm looking at snow that just fell fresh this morning. I just want to be warm, people. That's my dream vacation. Somewhere warm. Well, that's all, folks. Did you guys join a book club this year? Not this year. (laughs) (laughs) I joined one last year. Was that one of the questions? Was that one of the questions? It was. <laughs> no, we didn't join a book club this year. I started one. 
Well, hopefully you enjoyed getting to know us a little bit better. If not, Yay. you could have just probably skipped this one. <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're still here, we love you. <laughs> if you're still here, let's be friends cuz <laughs> We can tell you're committed to us. <laughs> All right, but for Anyways. sure next month, we will have a book club podcast. Next month. <laughs> a real actual book. And for anyone who doesn't remember. Lessons in Chemistry. Yep, Lessons in Chemistry by, I mean, you could probably look up Lessons in Chemistry. It would just come up. But Bonnie Garmis. There we go. That's the book that you need to have read by next month. <laughs> that we will have read by next month, for sure. <laughs> next month rolls around. Uh, we're going to be doing a game show because... <laughs> <laughs> Our special guest is... Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All of our significant others are joining us on the podcast this week. <laughs> Let's ask them all the same questions we just asked ourselves last month. None of our significant others talk to people. That's true. <laughs> I think we would have to get their written responses and then we would just have to like read them. Yeah. <laughs> but we won't be doing that because we will have read the book. <laughs> <laughs> But just in case we I don't have a plan. Need... <laughs> I don't think we need a plan B. We'll just read the book this time. <laughs> I'm halfway through, I think. How many chapters are there? I'm on chapter 48. 13, so, okay, not halfway through. So you're a quarter. <laughs> I was going to say, Kindle told me I was like 20% through. Anyways. Have fun. Thanks for listening. Oh, what do we have to say? Like, subscribe, share with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Bound Sisters. And Facebook and TikTok. And yeah. So keep following us next week. Next month we will for sure be back on schedule. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 bye.